Yo, 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 On Deckers, welcome to episode 321 of the On Deck TV podcast. We appreciate you joining us again. We are reviewing the Wale album, Wow, That's Crazy. We're going to do it On Deck TV style as we do. This week's episode is brought to you by Patreon. I hope you guys are enjoying the additional stuff that we're putting over there. Content creators are creating, and we hope y'all are enjoying it. Just recently, we put up Conway, Animal Brown, and myself got to go review that album. So y'all go check out the reviews, and we got some special stuff coming to you all through the month of October. Also, this show is brought to you by RealBillMedia.com. Go to RealBillMedia.com. There's a contact page. On the contact page, we are taking all emails and requests for interns for show mailbag stuff. So go there. Use the contact page. Reach out to us. Interact. Also, every show on the network is also on the RealBillMedia.com page. Yes, sir, man. That is including the Full Sport Press Podcast. Make sure you check out their latest episode, 292. They're creeping up on 300, man. That's a big milestone, guys. I see it's around the corner. On this last episode, they are previewing the NCAA basketball season that's on the way. Also, check out Fresher Than Your Average, new episodes every 1st and 15th. That's me and my dog, Jay hove talking big boy fashion shit, all right? Now, let's not waste any time. Let's get to this rap talk. Business is. It is another week in the books. It's the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how at your boy Animal Brown? Animal underscore Brown if you're looking for me. They're not. I am Spike Lou on the same social sites. Check me out. All right, man. Producer M Extra was goody. What's going on? It's your boy M Extra, a.k.a. the Minister of Culture, a.k.a. the Champion of Tomb Trials. <laughs> yes, sir. A lot, of, a lot of talking down, and I came up on top. Paul. Shout out to guy named Diddy, man. That was a Shout fun out experience. Yep. The video came out very nice. Absolutely, man. Shout out to the Report Card Podcast, Dame Diddy. That was good. Two part, for the people that don't know, Tomb Trials is a game show on YouTube that we were a part of. It's testing your music knowledge so naturally lou came last and um, yeah, I was hot about it. I didn't shout I out to uh, jane q public for giving me the only competition i sent it to my mama she said you finished last <laughs> yes. everybody was like everybody yes, my friends mama. was like spike lou is terrible hey, man. <laughs> yeah it must be new to the show they shucked me uh what you have on deck man other than coming in last place uh, y- y'all, y'all run with that little trophy <laughs> y'all run with it uh, an eventful weekend. We got to go to A3C conference and enjoy that. It was a nice setup, man. I like what they did with it. It was new this year as far as how they had it. Yep. Um, succession season finale. Fire. Really? No Absolutely spoilers, please. fucking fire. Okay. Uh, and I also watched um, El Camino. How was it? Mm. No spoilers. No spoilers. Slow burn. Uh, to be completely honest, 
didn't need it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to look at it. I, and I ain't, I ain't going to spoil anything, but you're going to be like, I ain't need that. that it, my, my homeboy told me it looked like they just got on Vince Gilligan nerves and just yeah, they wouldn't stop blowing like, his phone. He was like, fine, he take this. He was like, this. dude, if y'all are going to give me $60 million exactly. for this shit, then here <laughs> right. you can have it. All right. Like Fair it, enough. It, it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to check it out, though. Um, what you guys have up this weekend? Yeah, like you said, A3C, that was popping. Had a good time. Met a lot of people. Shout out to the new people listening that we ran into at A3C. Yeah. Uh, but real quick, I heard, did y'all watch Dion Cole? Uh, yes, stand up. I heard that was good. People are comparing that really to Bill Burr and David Chappelle. Yeah, it was really funny. People, really funny. People are saying it's funny as fuck. Real quick, I did hear a joke. This is gonna let you know if you want to fuck with it or not. Okay. Because I did not watch it, but somebody told me one joke. They said, "Have you ever been somewhere and you saw a badass gal that was so bad that you met a new friend in the process?" And then a lot of people really didn't get it. And then he elaborated. He said, That's funny. he seen a gal walk by. I was like, God damn, she bad as hell. But then you, she turned around and seen another nigga looking at her too. Yeah. And then he looked at him and was like, damn, you see that fam? And he like, nigga, hell yeah, she thinking the motherfucker. He like, damn, it be like that over here? He like, hell yeah, man. Usually on the weekends, it be crazy. He said, hey, man, my name Dion, bro. Nigga, <laughs> done met a new friend. A whole new friend. <laughs> a whole new friend. So I might fuck with it off this strength with that joke. That shit was hilarious. He funny on Blackish, too. Stop. Yeah, yeah he went too far. He's hilarious on Blackish. Very funny. Yo, he, he might be the funniest person on there. It's capish. You don't watch the blackest? Not at all. Oh well. Why do you know? <laughs> <laughs> because I've tried to watch it. I don't watch uh, it on any regular basis. Blackest is a great black Emmy winning and nominated <laughs> show on ABC. Uh my weekend consists of the same we thing. I went to A three C with you guys. <laughs> yep. Uh you you guys didn't cramp my style too much, so it was all good. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, so that was fun. We met a lot of people. Shout uh, out to FSP Cameraman for complimenting on us on our uh, color coordination. Absolutely. I didn't know yeah. we were color coordinated. I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. Me neither. I think he colorblind. Yeah. <laughs> that might be Maybe it. the thing. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Nigeria. We um <laughs> we got a also I did on Sunday I went to shout out to Kirsten the whole ATL the whole uh, Atlanta old Atlanta pop up at uh, Peter Street Station yesterday. It was fire. It was mm. amazing. Every it had so much nostalgia. It took me back. Shout out to all the peeps I ain't seen in a long time who came as well. Cursing you did your thing. I love you. It, it is. Um, now we got some music to get to y'all. Now <clears throat> let's talk Takashi man. More Takashi news. Isn't that awesome? Why are we still talking oh Takashi? I know. Yay. Um, a report has surfaced that the record label 10K Project Records has signed the currently incarcerated rapper to a 10 million dollar deal. Now, the deal allegedly consists of a two-album agreement, one album in English and one album in Spanish. Now, with his release date still rumored to be as early as Christmas this year, do you believe that Takashi signed a new deal? Uh, yeah, it's definitely possible. I'm not sure if this is 100% true. I haven't seen anything credible on it, but I believe it's possible. And if they did sign him for $10 million, then they got a deal in this deal, whoever this label is. Like, he's going to get out and... I took back what I said as far as him not being able to make music. He is going to be able to capitalize off this, and he'll be able to capitalize heavily, as we've seen with the leak of this deal. And then the label that signs him yep. and puts the promo dollars behind him and takes the chance, they're going to be able to make money too. I know there's a risk with him going on tour and people saying that they don't want to take the insurance liability. Of course, that's a logical thing to say. Yeah. But in actuality, stuff is made on the internet nowadays. If they can yeah, put just these, like the story. they can do invite-only <laughs> shows. They can do all type of mockery as to where they're adding to the lure of him. They can do this whole media campaign about him being 
uh, the snitch that got away, whatever they want to do, with be it, they have the possibility, they have the capability of being able to do so. And we see that by them throwing 10 million at a record deal, who's telling what, what they're going to put towards the marketing deal to make sure that this 10 million don't fall flat on its face. So I feel like it was a good deal. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I, see, at first, I was going to say, even though I've been on record saying, I do believe he will make music when he gets out. I didn't think that someone would jump at him this early for this large amount of money. And then I thought about it. The 10K Project Records, they're the same people who released his album earlier this year, um, whatever, that Dummy Boy or whatever the fuck it was called. It was late last year. Who knows? Mm -hmm. That was the same company that he signed with. So they already have been dealing with him. They knew the risk previously dealing with him. And so they're more likely than someone new to come and deal with him, in my opinion, because it's paid off for them. Let me read to you the last four videos he has on YouTube. The Billy video has 311 million views. Gummo has 358 million. Fifi has 777 million views. And then BB, that's the joint with the Spanish feature on it, has 916 million views. If y'all think that there's a company, a record label, marketing company, whatever, sitting back, seeing these numbers right here, and they're not finna jump at the chance to sign this dude for whatever, even if it's just like a short three-month run of as much videos we can get out, as much streams, as whatever. Man, y'all are tripping, dude. They are out here. They probably weren't the first people. They probably had to outbid somebody else. Oh my and God. dude is going to come out and make a record. I think doing one in English and one in Spanish. Trying to tap into that vibe was smart, though. I don't even yeah. think they should do one in English. He just yeah, or that. go to the Spanish market and, That's true. and cash in. Yeah. Like, I don't think people being realistic about the, the, what they expecting to happen to do. Like, if he gets out on Christmas and he snitched on these people, so, like, like he's not going to get shot on stage. Like, <laughs> people are bringing up liability and insurance. Like, nobody not running up on this nigga, like, finna hit him. Like, nobody. This is not happening. So, a company would be smart. To yeah. invest this money, like you just said, like there's, there's, the loss probably would have to do with him fucking it up himself again. Like if he got into a kerfuffle with someone <laughs> and he caused, yeah. But as if if I'm a record company, I'm not scared of him being out there on the road and, and a nigga like sniping him and nothing like that. <laughs> fuck out of here man yeah. just rap dude like this, this niggas was bloods from like and it's no disrespect to them but these is a local gang from fucking uh where were they from the Bronx Brooklyn Brooklyn the Bronx yeah, yeah, yeah. like a local gang from the Bronx fam like what we doing here what do yeah. you mean like they they they're not if you doing a show in Omaha, Nebraska that's oh, sold okay, out, I'm not scared of them niggas having that much pool. I feel you. That's what hey, I'm I, I don't um, believe um, this like you guys do. Um, I'm rolling with Meek Mill on this one in today's narrative on the internet. It's 100% <laughs> propaganda. Um, so I mean, I'm not rolling. I, I, um, what's that, uh, Monique? Jiff. Uh, I don't GIF? know. Uh, I would like to see. I would like to see it. Oh, it's gonna happen. I would Let like to see it. You, are you saying that you would like to see it because you just don't think? I don't. This I, I, I think people, or you don't think that anybody's going to give him any. No, money I don't think this particular story. I mean, everybody's running with it. Um, I don't think this has credibility, has legs because of who he is. Uh, but I just think it's bullshit. Do you think Where it's the number? It? You think it's because too I high? I think it's period. The whole story in well, general. Wait, tell me where does because all of a sudden, oh, Takashi, ten million dollar deal. Just doesn't. But doesn't who who right. leaks something like this? Would you say that record label, his camp, what and why? I don't know. He don't I, even I have a camp. I, I couldn't. It's not. <laughs> I mean, a, 
hypothetically speaking. I don't know. I, I don't want to hypothetical. You're smart, fella. I'm smart enough not to be hypothetical about this dumbass situation. <laughs> I mean, we're on a podcast talking, dumb. dude. Like, dumb. I just what don't believe do you it. think? I just don't believe it. So you think that this story just came out of thin air and people are like, well. Uh, Stranger things have happened. Okay. So you want to tell I, me it's on the internet? Because, no, you want to say it's true because it's on the internet? I just want to know who it benefits to float the story out. That's what I'm asking. Nobody. That's right. what I'm saying. We'll That's see. my point. I guess we'll see in December, huh? Like, wouldn't like this revisit. record label come out and be like, nah, we ain't doing shit to do with this. Yeah. Or uh-huh. wouldn't his team that he's just in place. Does he have like, a team? Nah, he he got to have a team right now. How y'all think that all this shit is getting out? Who's his team? Who's leaking the transcripts? Who's his team? I don't think that's his team. Y'all think Hip Hop DX going to the courtroom and reporting on this? Transcripts? Yes, because it, like he's been the most per- most searched person ah, online. This adds to his lure. Yes, his team will yeah. leak Again, this. Again, all this is bullshit to me. <laughs> well, Listen. We're not saying the situation is when nobody's like co-signing. No, that. I'm saying I don't believe it. I don't believe this. I don't believe this record deal. I don't believe any of this. I know. I, I'm damn sure don't believe motherfuckers saying let's leak his testimony to make him popular. But he is. But let's be fair though. I, if he no, can, if he got that. out, I if, said his team would be behind it if it did. If he got out, for first of all, his whole career is built on doing right. things that wouldn't seem like they would be popular, and then they turn out. And to they be turn out popular. to be popular. So right. it's not it. by mistake that it. these things are happening. We yeah. already wasted too much time talking about this clown. He's coming out, and <laughs> he's going to drop, and it's going to pop. People wasted three days of first. their lives. Go, like this was the biggest thing. Like. On social media for three days. That's a fact. And we sit in beforehand and say, ah, he ain't going to be able to do nothing. And we were shown wrong. This generation Speak is. Oh, well. <laughs> well, what were we shown? How were we shown wrong? The, You'll e- see. Even the yeah, exactly. attention. Even we'll the, have to see. What, 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 even the what attention happened? that has been shown to this at to this point is not normal. Like, this oh, not I knew a, it was going to be a lot of attention to this. Why wouldn't it be? It's the biggest. Scandal. Okay, in well, that, sense. that doesn't make any sense. You're saying I knew it would be a lot of attention. Yeah, but I don't. To the think trial, so, I don't think anyone would give him ten million dollars. Yeah, I don't believe the story. So why? I don't believe the story. We're talking about two separate things. The trial and the story are two different People things. People gave him ten million dollars because of the attention. No, they did. We, do we have a? You, this is hearsay. Hypothetically speaking, yeah. <laughs> he receives a record right. deal or is going to receive a record deal because of the attention that he got from the trial. Did y'all hear them numbers you on YouTube, so? you, dude? You think so? Did you yeah. hear the numbers on you? Yeah, I, I was. That would be a reason more than a trial to give somebody. A, I mean, well, either way, I, I I believe it. I don't know if the numbers exact. See, this this is how they do the numbers, though. You don't sign a ten million dollar deal and then they go, hey, "Here's your shit." Here's your ten million dollar <laughs> check up front. No, bro. Like it's it's a we lot of that. stuff is backloaded and depending on hitting milestones and X, Y, and Z. So nobody is saying somebody just dropped off yeah. a duffel bag of ten million dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's more like I'm with Meek, man. Propaganda. Yeah, he'll be out in Meek would know. Meek will fuck around exactly. and jump on a song. Definitely <laughs> right. Meek will never jump on a song with that nigga. <laughs> Ever. All no, right, no, no smart rapper would. Let's keep it uh, New York, Hot 97. Now, Brooklyn Nets forward Kevin Durant stopped by Ebro in the morning on Hot 97 to discuss the upcoming NBA season. When Ebro asked Durant yes. what he's listening to, Durant replied, Freddie Gibbs. Now, Ebro suggested Rosenberg, go ahead and play that Paul Olive record, all right? Rosenberg replied, man, if I play that, I get in trouble, <laughs> end quote. Durant said, Why? And that's when Ebro stepped in to explain. Now listen to his explanation. It's most of the people in their car right now. When we play this Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib song, they're going to hear some great raps, but they like to sing along with songs of melody. It's because of how people listen during their commute times. It's not really political. My question is, is this a legitimate reason why underground music doesn't get played in primetime? Yes, 100%. Ebro 
is a program director. This is science. Like these are facts that are made. Like people study this. Marketing companies study this. How often do you listen to BPIM? What they call all of this is studied as far as what people pay attention to, what they stay in their car for, what they change the channel when it when the BPM changes. So I mean, yeah, I I do one hundred percent believe that Kevin Durant isn't a big um, like he don't like structure a lot. Okay. Like he, he speaks, in my opinion, he you. speaks out a lot against the NBA structure and the reporters and how they aren't, you know, what he likes. And even with this, he's like, well, why can't y'all just play what y'all want? Because there are million-dollar ads that go in between these songs, and we're trying to keep people's ears here. So, yeah, I, I 100% think Ebro is, if you don't like his opinion or not, I do think that he's great at his job. As yeah. far as being a program director, and I mean, I think he's speaking facts here. Yeah, and that's how you keep your job by playing music that people stay on long enough to listen to, to listen to those million dollar ads in between the records. My question, though, I, it would be interesting what would happen if they did play some of this during the day, though. You get oh. fired. You don't think no. that. I mean, but he did. They did play the record though for for content. Oh, okay, yeah. That, I mean, that's fair. They like, played it. Uh, what uh, Rosenberg was saying, if I, he was saying it in jest to be funny, if yeah, I yeah. picked this and played it, it would be it would be a I'm fire. Kevin yeah, because yeah. he because he said that um, Rosenberg said that he plays he can play something like that on his joint like the, late, uh, night, late yeah. night after hour or whatever it's called. Cool plug, Rosenberg. He can, yeah, he said he can play it on his show on the late night six to ten or whatever the fuck it is. But I'm saying if they play more records like this and less repeating the same songs over and over and over again, mm-hmm. I'm not even saying play Paul Olive over and over and over again. You can still play the Cardi B and fucking Bruno Mars, but sprinkle some of this in. Would it really be that big of a drop off, though? Honestly, like for people that still listen to the radio, shout out to y'all. That, uh, they say it would. I mean, because they say if you do that, then you never know when people are tuning in and tuning out. So if you got somebody that just hopped in there for the. Oh, I see what you're saying. And they cut their radio on and Palm Olive is playing, and that ain't what they're looking for. They change that instantly. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah, go ahead. Now, that's one of the reasons I don't listen to the radio. Yeah, radio true. I could, like, I don't see how someone listens to the radio and listens to the same shit over and over and over again. I never understood it. I think it's because they do like. See, that's the thing, though. A lot of that stuff is catchy and melodic. And yeah, so, I, get that. I get that part. The artists is, are doing their job. I get that sure. part. But I'm just saying, I'm not. It's no way I could just sit there, turn to this station, hear the same song, turn to this station, hear the same song. Yeah, nah, people are, hey, listen, people are do people that. People like it. They'll station jump between six stations until it finally changes to something else. <laughs> so here's a question. What's more beneficial for you if you're Freddie Gibbs, having the second most popular basketball player on the planet talk about your album, or being played on the radio? Being played on the radio. Really? Uh, I think this. I think this story right now is enough because people went to go check it out. I guarantee off the strength of this. Well, yeah, just yeah. if the story went there, which one would you choose? He wouldn't be underground oh, the if they played it during the during prime time. He wouldn't what? He wouldn't be underground if they did that. He'd be mainstream at that point. Like that's kind of the difference between the underground and the mainstream yeah. person is when they get played. But, but, but Fred, if 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 I'm Kevin Durant and I'm listening, to, if I'm pulling a, the LeBron James move and I'm listening to Freddie Gibbs on my Instagram that has 30 million followers, isn't that just as good? Yeah, that's why I said I, I think it's just as good as him playing because one nigga playing it one time as opposed to somebody saying. This is what I'm listening to but right now. But y'all know when it come out, LeBron to do the whole thing. Yeah, like yeah, right. I just Kevin Durant shit. did that for his That's album. That's what I just said. Yeah, I, th- I think this Kevin Durant co-sign is, is big. Nah. 
Nah, people are no. checking out. People are checking this song out just because of this story. No, no, and and you know you're right about that, and because That's he's getting fact. the story, his the story's getting picked up in different people places. And I saw a couple articles that were like, in case you didn't know who Freddie Gibbs was, he's from and exactly. This, you know what I mean? So that may cause some people. That's true. It's getting picked up on yeah, different yeah. different avenues. But Freddie Gibbs, I mean, we we talk about this all the time. Freddie Gibbs is an underground artist. He knows he's an underground artist. He For knows sure. his fan base. He knows when they pick the tour, they know what venues to pick. They know who's going to be in the seats. He knows all of this. So this is no surprise. If anything, he, he was probably happy that this was uh, even a topic. Are you, is anybody surprised that Durant listened to Freddie Gibbs? Oh, no. no. Durant is a, a hip-hop head. A million percent. Yeah, hip-hop head for sure. Good. Look at his hair. <laughs> a million percent the hair of a nigga that listened to Freddie Gibbs. I don't even know what that means. You should. So disrespectful. I don't even know what that means. Uh, all right, man, moving on. <laughs> Drake, Drake's dad, Dennis Graham. Shout out to Dennis Graham, Papa Drake. Dennis. Uh, he made an appearance on Nick Cannon's Power 106 show and made some interesting comments regarding the relationship with his superstar son. Quote, I had a conversation with Drake about that. Mm. I have always been with Drake. I talk to him, if not every day, then every other day. Mm. And we really got into a deep conversation about that. And I said, Drake, why are you saying all this different stuff about me? This isn't cool. He goes, Dad, it sells records, end quote. Now, Drake has since responded on IG with, quote, woke up today, so hurt, man. My father will say anything to anyone that's willing to listen to him, end quote. Who do you believe in this situation, Drake or Drake's dad? How many rappers can you put on Instagram and say, I woke up today, so hurt, man? <laughs> like, that's very Drake-ish, though. He the only rapper that's that could do that. Like, that's it. <laughs> the list stops at, I woke up today, and I was so And you know he sighed beforehand, too. <sighs> Dennis... But no, really, to be honest, it, 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 for us to like try to say anything about their relationship would be out of kind, out of place, out of pocket. But what I do believe is being a, a somebody myself that just grew up as a with a single mother. For sure, your your dad and you probably have different perceptions of what being there is, right? That nigga said he talked to him every day. That, doesn't mean that you were there it doesn't mean that like a phone call and, and being able to go to your dad for different stuff are two different things yep and i do feel like that drake is speaking from a context of like you weren't there like a father was like i grew up with jewish rich friends i seen their fathers there right right, right. and it's probably to a point where now like i don't want to rehash this with you like I'm, we've made it now you've heard drake saying your songs before like shit ain't no need for us to go over oh shit we good now so I feel like even if his dad came to him and he says they had a quote-unquote deep conversation, I think it was only as deep as Drake wanted to take it at that point because it's over now. I've made it. I'm successful. There's no need for me to harp on those things. Me and you are cool. Let's move forward. Though I do think, because we hear it in his music, that the things did affect him, and he's spoken about them, and that's the way that he felt about it. So, I mean, telling him that I did it to sell records was probably his way of saying, you know what, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so here's the thing. and I, If you take the quote of what Drake's dad said, he said, I talk to him, if not every day, then every other day. Is he talking present day or as they grew up? Because Drake's music is a reflection of how they talk when they grew up. Well, I mean, the context was growing up. Yeah, but I'm saying, but when you when you say it like the way he worded it, it made it sound like he was speaking on some present day shit. So, but this is how I know that Drake's dad is is full of shit right here, dude. Number one, first of all, there's never been an absent dad who got back in good and then admitted that they were absent to begin with. That's number one. That's number true. two, 
He referenced him when he talked about him. He called him by his stage name. He didn't even call him <laughs> Aubrey by his actual real government name. Like if I was somewhere, Whoa, my mom would my call son? me Christopher or my mom would say my son. She wouldn't call me Animal Fucking Brown, dude. So that right there lets me know there's a little bit of smoke, a little bit of fire where the smoke is, and that yeah, Pops may have been on one. I know, I know he'd be shaking it and shit, but it just it sounded a little funny when he said that. But I, he he's doing it to sell records is hilarious though. Like I mean, uh, that's funny to me. I mean, like father, like son. Um, he's an attention whore like his son. Oh, <laughs> um, and I, I, I <laughs> and I don't. I mean, it is what it is. I don't. I don't think I believe him. I really don't know who to believe uh, <laughs> because they both love the attention. So at the end of the day, I mean, it, it's fucked up that his dad would go on air and call him a liar. That's fucked up. But I don't know who to believe in this situation. I mean. It's, all of this is smoke and mirrors, man. Again, man, absent fathers don't be knowing. Like you said, the perception to them is different. Yeah, he may like, have had a good reason to yeah. be absent. So it's, it's coming from different. two different things. Like a little boy saying my dad isn't there and growing up with the mindset that my dad wasn't there is totally different from a dad being like, well, shit, I mean, I called you every day. You're like, make sure you was good. I sent you money. Like, nigga, okay. <laughs> and? <laughs> True. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's very vivid how uh, Drake – recollects these events in his life so um, i would be hard pressed to see that he's lying to um to think that he's lying about this um and then like i said dennis is just i mean look at him <laughs> look at his mustache look at him, man. <laughs> he just he loves the attention man he can't have when drake made it he couldn't I, that's why i don't even understand why he want to burn this bridge that's true he don't want to get cut off he don't want yeah. that water cut off yeah. he don't want that credit card to get taken <laughs> maybe dennis doesn't know that people write for drake and that these people, oh, first of all, first and that these people are actually talking uh, about their dads. The <laughs> and, Drake, and Drake didn't want to tell him, like, really, I don't, what even, I won't stand look, for dad, Drake look, dad, I don't even write this shit, bro. Like, I don't even, like, to be honest. Why, why are you under this impression about Aubrey? Hey, what if that would have been what? his response, though? That he doesn't write his music. <laughs> what if his dad would have said, like, uh, hey, bro, I don't even write this shit, bro. Like, I don't even know. Like, don't come to me with that shit, man. Don't come to me, man. Hey, if he would have said that on the Cannon shit, bro. What did Drake say, man? He said, I don't even write this We'd have never seen Drake's dad on any camera. That'd have been it. Aubrey who? I mean, well, excuse me, Dennis who? <laughs> been over with, bro. Yeah, Ever you remember, again. You never remember that dude that was going around <laughs> saying he was Drake's dad? <laughs> yeah, that dude. Oh, uh, shit. All right, man. Back to New York. Now, Rolling Loud went down in the Big Apple over the weekend mm-hmm. with performances by your usual suspects, Meek Mill, Travis Scott. Uh, they paid homage to Wu-Tang, among many others. But there were five artists who were supposed to hit the stage that didn't get a chance to. Now, the NYPD sent a letter to Rolling Loud to advise them that if these five artists performed, then there would be a higher risk of violence due to their affiliations with recent acts of violence citywide. Who are the five, you ask? Pop Smoke, Don Q, Casanova, Chef G, and 22 Gs all were taken off the bill and didn't perform. Mm. Did Rolling Loud make the right call, or did they overreact to the hip-hop police? Uh, I feel like Rolling Loud made the right call. They did this last year. We talked about it. Uh, It was at uh, not Rolling Loud, but this was at Summer Jam, also in New York, for the last big festival to be there, and they said they wouldn't have Takashi in. Yep. there's no Rolling Loud gonna get their clicks regardless if these people are there or not. Like you said, Meek Mill and all the bigger name artists to get to come there. 
uh, I think the ball is dropped though by these artists. Like these guys, like they these five, they should have went and did a song together and dropped that motherfucker that night. <laughs> too too dangerous for New York City or some shit like that, and lean into it. Like they won't even let us enroll in loud because of how real we are, or whatever it may be, and just like made it into a whole marketing thing. I would have. So I don't really think that there's any losers here because these guys don't. The people that came didn't specifically come to see them. They came for the big names, and then they crowd go come to them wherever they are. Yeah, that, so. and that, that was exactly about to be my point. The reason why Roland Out Loud didn't overreact because these weren't Travis Scott and Meek yeah, Mill that right. they named. They named Travis Scott. My, hey, man, y'all might want to tell Travis Scott to not perform because, oh, okay, they're going to hang up in their face. Got you. Gonna, okay, thank you, NYPD. We'll take care of that. Appreciate that. And goddamn it, Astro World is going to be lit up on stage yeah, an I'm hour not, later. I'm not risking uh, liability <laughs> on my insurance for Pop Smoke to come do the hottest song of the summer. Man, y'all, Absolutely I can't believe not. you guys are rap fans with this take. Listen, you guys sound like conservative. We're adults. Oh, man, y'all sound like conservative <laughs> white men. I mean, we're adults. First of all, what recent act of violence first of all for Roman Loud should be ashamed of themselves number one for just going off GP and saying okay yeah they you have to show me what recent act of how do you Casanova, know what, what has Casanova done recently how do you know what, what has New he York, done recently how do you know the New York Police Department didn't do that what do you mean Give no, I said rolling loud. The New York Police oh, how do I Department. Know? I said they would have to. I don't know. I'm saying so. How do you? I know said they would have to. I didn't say that. I may don't have know. happened, and they may have told them, "Hey, you can't perform." Yeah, but we don't know that. No, we don't know. You that. don't know a lot of shit tonight. Do, we, though, right? <laughs> do you know you that? You just didn't know about the Takashi deal. You just didn't know about the like. What do, do we do, know? Do you know that? What do we know? Do you know that? No, I don't. So you're hypothetically. I don't know that Ebro knows anything about program directing. I'm assuming <laughs> that too, nigga. Yes, you do. It's on that. That's documented. Fuck? That's I documented. Know, I don't know. I don't know for That's sure. That's documented, on, bro. That's documented. Hypothetically speaking, <laughs> yeah. What you do don't you know? Think. <laughs> I'm giving. I'm telling you. I don't think they did that. I don't think Roland Loud said yes. Show us what these five artists did, and we'll take them off. So, I don't think that. I think they just succumbed to the pressure of the NYPD because they didn't want to have a fiasco like they had in Miami. And here's the the reason why they don't want a fiasco like they had in Miami. That would that that's, that's one the point. Thing. No, that's itself. one thing. Yeah. Like so, if the police. But it's not fair to these artists. That's my point. Okay. You, for you guys to be saying, oh, I would have done the same. Uh, no, you bro, guys, it's not fair you, to the artist at all. Oh, so it's not fair to them at if all. If you are the person that's in charge of Rolling Loud. Yeah, you have to show And me. the police call you. Yeah. And they say, hey, these are what we're concerned. This is what we're concerned about. You just had this issue in Miami. We don't want this to get ugly. Right. You probably want to keep these people off stage. Yeah, I, You're going to respond and say, show it to me. Show me why. Then they show it to you. They, I mean, then they what was, happens? Well, then we will beef up security. They and check, they, they, and fuck, they still perform. They did. They so go perform. You're putting at risk your perform. job, this whole perform. festival. That's, that's, just what, that's just what they Because you don't do. believe the police. I'm having pop, have data to do their job. I'm having pop the smoke at Casanova over there for sure. Absolutely I'm having pop smoke and casting over there for sure. Did you see the cavity searches they were doing in these vehicles? There's no I way anything could have happened. Bro, you don't There's no way if anything. Niggas don't have their fists up their ass, bro. Listen, they excluded all of these artists from the bill. And did you see Did you see the searches they were doing? No. Okay. If, they, if you would have saw the searches, it's they, no way it anything would They're not excluding niggas because they, 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 they ripped like, people's car apart. They were going through the uh, the engine. They were going through the trunk, the tires. It's no way anything could have happened. They're not with those excluding artists. these artists because they think people are going to get shot, though. They exclude these artists because it makes it dangerous for the people that are in the crowd. What makes, songs, dangerous? What makes them dangerous? What the Casanova song, song going inside a riot? Damn, I don't listen to Casanova. Exactly. No one Neither knows. Neither does the person <laughs> that, uh, that's over this fucking festival. Yes, so you know what they going to listen to? The NYPD. No. And they say, hey, these people are dangerous. Are they yeah. shit? Just, we just had a big incident here in Miami. Let's get these guys off right. stage. That's logical. Yeah, just because you're loud, I mean, you're right, by the way. Again. But that's logical, though. <laughs> My point is, Pop Smoke has the biggest song in the city. Okay. The biggest song New York has seen in a while. 
Wow. Since Takashi had the one that Summer oh, no, Jam we didn't, didn't let him the, perform. We don't mention the clown when we talk about rap. <laughs> but the <laughs> biggest song they've situation. had in a while. So, I, like I said, if they if the cops showed them that, that's I don't believe they did. I just believe that the cops were being just, no, that's, just picking these artists out. Shit. And it's just unfair to the artists. I'm with I'm pro artists. So you can be who you want to be, but I'm pro artists. If not, I feel like this is bullshit but, and it's not fair to the artists. But what we want you to understand. Well, I don't need, you don't have to have me understand it. Well, I get I mean, your point. You're calling me a conservative and saying I'm not conservative. You're not. You're standing you're on not. your soapbox saying that you're pro artist. I'm yeah. also pro businessman. So whatever is going to lean towards the business making money, I'm always going to skew that way because that's the way that I'm looking from. I'm not looking from this shit as a rapper. Yeah, and uh, actually, the rappers need to be looking at it as businessmen too. And like you exactly. said, doing a goddamn song that night instead of being on stage, they were all in the city. We all got to yeah. Now everybody's <laughs> talking about us. The New York police basically has put out a memo and called us dangerous. Let's go do some dangerous shit like we Man. know how and make some dope ass music. Yeah, them niggas should have hit the goddamn hit factory or whatever big boy studio is still shit. in New York. Go live. Meet us over here. We yep. gonna turn up right over here. They sort of shook you. Know what I'm saying like there's many things that you can do, whether than sit around and be mad about not being able to do this. But the reason they wouldn't, that wouldn't have popped off. You still off can be mad about it. That, no, I'm not right. sitting. I, keyword was sitting. Yeah, sitting. They, I don't around. think they're sitting around. It's unfair to them. I like Casanova, what he said in his, what he said in his Instagram Life post, ain't about it's unfair, fairness, bro. What Casanova said in his Instagram post is, is un for something that he he's not he has he's been. He was a felon, what, in 2009? He said he hasn't done anything since, and they're talking about recent acts of violence. It's bullshit. What has he done? Uh, I don't know. That's, that's, I can't answer that. I'm not yeah, in New York. That's, that's not hitting my way. So, but if you, I mean, I get it. If you, I mean, being a conservative that you are, you want to take the NYPD's word for it, that's on you. I mean, I'm pro-rapper. You can be pro-police. That ain't I me. Think, I think if I'm, this would have happened, <laughs> if this would have happened sooner, if this would have happened. Exactly. No, but that's what I'm saying. If this would have happened, if they would have sent the letter two months ago leading up to this, then I can do some research. And, but, but they sent this letter like two days before. And, and y'all don't, don't find a problem with that? No, not, well, not with not these acts, no. Well, me personally, I'm not <laughs> saying yeah, that. But you're being biased about the acts. I'm talking about if you send me a letter two days before my event, I have a problem. So let's. I have let, a big let problem. Let me clear this part up. I don't have an issue. Excuse me. My issue is not saying that the police were right or wrong. They were definitely wrong in what they doing okay. in the stance that they take. I'm saying, as the business <clears> owner, <throat> I'm not challenging the police for pop smoke. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. not doing. I mean, that. I mean, I get it. You guys buy into their music. No, no, is your point? I want my credibility <laughs> in New York City. So next time I try to have my festival here, these guys are not giving me a problem. Yeah. It can be, oh, these guys don't perform now, and next time you come, you're good. Or you can let them perform, and then I'm going to give you even more trouble the next time y'all in yeah, town. It's, 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 a, it's, it's a chess move, than no. so it's, it's, it's a bigger again, play than me. Still, I don't give a fuck a about point. an artist's feelings. That's a valid point, but I'm just saying from the artist standpoint, it's bullshit. I mean, from the artist standpoint, a, of course, a recent, they feel a recent acts of violence. It's but let's be honest, though. How many acts are in Rolling Loud, bro? It's a lot. Thank you. You're missing five of them now. Yeah, I don't ever want to talk about will, the show. Will not, go on. I see, but you're missing the point. I'm not <laughs> I'm talking not about the, I'm not, the police. I'm not so talking about you. Oh, yeah. Make that point. But I'm saying <laughs> I'm not talking about the the festival itself. You're right. It's, it's big enough to go on. Right. But my point is that it's just unfair for these artists. I understand period. it. Yeah, the the question was: Did Rolling Loud overreact or make yes, the right call? Overreact. And the yes. answer is they made the right call. I think they overreacted. <laughs> you can't tell me two days before my show these motherfuckers can't perform. Uh, we can, no. and then they're not going to perform. <laughs> yeah, no. That's what's going to happen. Mean, we're the NYPD. They would, they would perform. And, and NYPD is known for what? Fuck the NYPD. Yeah, exactly. But they get to do what they they get to do shit. Because like what? This. Because you succumb to the pressure, right? Just no, like rolling out. No, people they get to do shit like just this. Like, shame on you rolling loud. And then you try to do that shit next year. Shame on you rolling loud. And it ain't no rolling loud in New York next oh, year. You guys want to? <laughs> you guys want to have a rolling loud uh, festival? Nigga, the That's permit gonna real take, hard. The police departments don't 
hand out permits. Yeah, but the city does. Bosses, the mayor, the they come out of the mayor's office, right? Yeah, it's all the city does. Not the police. I know. Police can have a gripe. I know. The mayor is not. The mayor is not going to be like, okay, yeah, they let him perform. Let's not have it. Civics one hundred and one, bro. Come on, come on. What are you? Are you playing a Pop Smoke song? Because you can't perform right now. Really? Nah, it was really for Casanova, for real. I mean, I feel bad for him. Um, this song we have is from an artist called IDK. The song is called Alone. Mm. Check it out. Let's see it. Pick up your face from off the flow. Ditch all the hate your heart controls. That's just the basic part I know. And if you don't fuck with me, here's some advice to off the low. Hide all your friends and all your hoes. They might just leave you all alone, all alone. I'm trying to get my hand up on a situation. Together we get heated like I'm hugging Satan. I'm busy trying to figure out the path I'm taking. So I ain't got the time for all the gossip, hating, fossil fuel. Gassing up your car ain't enough to take you very far, very, very far. So why you at the bottom trying to worry about what I got? I got, I'll be high reaching for the stars. If you don't like me, pick up your face from off the floor. Ditch off the We are back. That was IDK with Alone. How you feel about that, sir? Uh, I ain't mad at this. Uh, this sounds like the song the MX has playing in his head when he walks in the room. What? That this makes song. sense. Yeah, could you see that? Yeah, I can see that. When I walk in a room? Yeah, yeah. like in your head. Just, you know how baseball players have walk-up music? No, nah, mine is Say Hello by Jay-Z. Well, this seems like <laughs> I'm telling you to me what it seems like it is. And this it. is it. This is your walk-up music. Uh, yeah, now nah, that song was cool. That song was actually pretty straight. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it was straight enough for me to be like, oh, let me check out this whole tape. But it was a straight song yeah. on standalone by itself. It was. Yeah, he's um, from Prince George's County, Maryland. Shout out to the whole DMV. Uh, I got a lot of talent up there in the DMV, man. Shout out to y'all. Okay. So that's IDK. His whole uh, project uh, actually is pretty good. Um, Alone is a standout track for me. The project is called Is He Real? So if you get a chance, you guys check it out. IDK. Now, let's uh, keep it DMV. Yes, sir. Wale. Wale for Lauren dropped his latest album. My God. Much delayed, much anticipated. Wow, delayed. that's crazy is the name of it. Um, you know how we get down. Um, expectations, initial thoughts, highlights, lowlights, and a final rating. Going into this, what were your expectations for this Wale project? Yeah, make sure I want you start. You're the big Wale fan. Uh, you go ahead. Twelve oh one. I don't, don't want to break the structure. Go ahead. Twelve oh one. You were in the group chat saying that you was ready. Now nah, you, you don't want to go first. No, I, I go first. No, I, I had high expectations. I go definitely ahead. had high expectations. I'm a big Wale fan. Um, he never disappoints me. Um, so I was. Um, he had a you know quite a hiatus, but not really. He was dropping some small tapes here and there. Um, he had a a few mixtapes that were really good. Um, one of, he had that My Boy Freestyle with Cole that was fire. Um, so yeah, so he had a pole dancer with Megan. So he he kept hitting us with small nuggets here and there. Um, so I was eagerly anticipating this album to say the least. Mm. High, medium, or low? Where you was at with it? I was on the low end. I'm not a big Wale fan as it's been well musically. I like him as like overall act what he does outside of the booth, but I ain't never really, uh, you know, just going to check a Wale album when it comes out. I do like the album About Nothing, and Seinfeld's one of my favorite shows, so I like that album. I like how he was able to structure an album off the Seinfeld quotes. I feel like that was dope and thought-provoking. So 
That being said, I know Wale can rap his ass off, but like I said, I'm not running to a Wale album. So I had low uh, expectations coming in. What about you? Yeah, I was about I was about in medium. I, I didn't like I, I like Wale's catalog and his music. At this point, we're almost getting to the the point where his catalog is underrated. But the last album wasn't good. The shine was some slaw. This one was Speak delayed a little bit. Um, we kind of really didn't know his label situation. I know he was there was some politics behind the scenes with that type of shit. He had been dropping some Lucy's here and there, and depending on where you fall on the fence of if you like when an artist does that or if you'd rather them go the traditional route, put out a single and put out a full body of work, and you can skip the Lucy's and the EPs and the three tracks here and the two tracks here. It worked. That's depending on how you feel about that approach to an album so i would say i was on the medium side uh after listening to it though my first initial listen was i i liked it i thought it sounded good uh i thought i, I got kind of the vibe that he was going for and i feel like it had an identity off wham there was a lot of r&b on there you know what i'm saying I, it, it almost seems as if he called in every r&b favor that he had in his iphone uh he's got a who's who of r&b features on here but if that's where you're going to go with it then cool, then go with it. And it, it didn't come off corny R&B. Like, you know how some people reach for 10 singles on their project? This didn't give me, I'm trying to get 10 radio smashes with these R&B features. It was, I'm trying to make uh, a certain vibe and a certain feel with my project with these 10 R&B features. So I, out the gate, I liked the project. I was fucking with it. What do you think when you listen to it? Uh, out the gate, I did think the project was kind of a monotone I, I thought i heard the same song or subject matter to say over and over wale is an outstanding artist to say the least so for him to put together a dope song i, I feel like that's nothing he can wake up and he can do that in his sleep to be able to expand upon himself as an artist and kind of give us what he rants about or gives us the perception that he sees of himself as one of the best mcs in the game relaying that to an album is different to do and I think that he's able to do it. I just don't think that he did it in this album because it's it only has one layer, in my opinion. It's not being a Wale fan, and that layer is what he's fucking great at, and that's the single with Jeremiah and, and the R and B feel feel that you said that it had. Yeah, like he is fucking fantastic at that. But me as a like I say, a fair weather Wale fan at best, I don't need to know that he can do those things. So. That's where I stood when I first heard it. Yeah, I, I thought uh, – so I, I I get what you're saying, but subject matter-wise, yeah, this feel gave me like – this almost gave me like he was tapping in his Drake shit, though. Did anybody oh peep that? God. Like, no, when he's on. <laughs> no. But that's what that's what that's the vibes I got. I mean, I used to date a girl. Blah, 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 blah. It get, Several songs have that same kind of cadence to it. And that's what Drake has made a living off of. And that's not a knock as if Wale saw Drake and was like, I'm going to repeat with it. No stupid shit like that. I'm just saying it's in the same lane as a Drake project would be. That's all um, I'm saying. I, I, I guess I get it, but you just can't help yourself with the Aubrey. Um, <laughs> that wasn't even to big up Drake or nothing. That was just what I, I got I from know. it. I know. You just can't help yourself. It's all, it's all good. But it's a good project, though. No, uh, I just uh, My initial thoughts, I, I got completely opposite uh, uh, because it was a theme. This whole, if you even looked at the rollout, it was a theme for this album. This album was about self-reflection, and love is a part of that self-reflection. For sure. Um, he, uh, one of the commercials he had for an album, he was sitting down with a therapist. Um, so if you listen to the songs carefully, it's, it's more than just, I don't get any, I don't get the same thing on every song at all. Like, uh, and 
on the songs, it's talking about it from different vantage points. Like you have the song with uh, Bryson Tiller that is called uh, Her Fault, and the one with Dirk is My Fault. Like it's just two two sides of the coin for that particular story. And the first song is all about uh, black empowerment, black excellence, uh, bigging up who you are as a person. So I think this album um, is completely about self-reflection. Uh, it gives you different layers of that. And it also, of course, talks about love because that's what Wale does. You you speak. That's Wale being Wale. You speak on the Bryson Tiller song. I, th- I was going to name some of my highlights. I thought that song was fire. Yeah. Um, I was wondering where the hell Bryson Tiller been at. Like he's been pretty quiet lately. Mm. Are we sure Bryson Tiller is nice? Mm. Are we sure? What do you mean nice? Like like because he came out with a bang with those two with the two records, dropped that album, toured off of it, and we haven't heard from dude like literally since. Yeah, he fell in love, man. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, he fell in love. I think they got engaged and all that. Yeah. Yeah, get, get the bag though. Um, all right, still fair getting, getting checks, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he just put out a, a, a song not too long ago called Blame. It's is actually it, a dope record. Is it making any waves? Yeah, if you like music. <laughs> that would be no. Um, uh, some other couple joints that I rock with heavy on here. Uh, luckily, since I don't listen to the radio, On Chill has not got on my nerves. So I'm sure they wear that shit out oh, yeah, on terrestrial that. radio. That's one of my favorite records. But that song is fire still, even right now. Mm-hmm. But taking the cheat code away of having a single on there, I fuck with some of the um, some of the different vibes. I like BGM. And I also like uh, Debbie. I thought oh, I what know. he did on this project, I also like 50 in the safe, by the way. Yeah, but um, I thought this right here is what Chance the Rapper tried to do when he paid homage to his wife and his oh, relationship that's a good, that's a good one. and all of that. It's just that the music didn't connect at all. Yeah. And then when people shitted on it, he tried to come out and say, oh, so I made an album about love and y'all, y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all want to hear trap and trap this, trap that, trap that. Mm-hmm. No, nigga. This is what we would want to hear in that same vein because this is barbecuing that shit. So nice try, Chance. No, we're not falling for the banana in the tailpipe. People are not hating because of the subject matter. They were hating because of bad music. Shout out to Wale for doing right. What stood out do you want here? Yeah, Lee Chance alone, man. It's really good. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm on him all year. Pause. Um, <laughs> love me, Nina. Semi-automatic. I loved. I think that was a really dope song. He was ripping that semi-automatic uh, part. Uh, yeah, both parts I liked. I liked the Nina, Nina Simone yep. on there. That was fucking fire. That was hard. And I liked uh, Meek Mill verse on Routine was fucking fantastic. <laughs> he uh, snapped. He had a dope ass verse on there. And uh, like you said, on chill, I've, it's grown on me. I didn't like it at first, mm. uh, but more so now uh, than I do. And um, I do like sue me. The intro. Uh, more so for the hook than anything. How could you not like a hook that says don't move for everybody that's black? I don't know <laughs> if the bar is actually necessarily went with it, but... They definitely did. Uh, to me, <laughs> I didn't like it. Uh, excuse me, I did like the hook. It was dope. Uh, and that was pretty much what I had as far as my highlights. All right, what, what stood out? Um, Sumi caught me off... Man, that, that's, that song, I, I replayed that like six times first time I heard it. It wasn't that good, though, but I'm with you. For me, it was. Because <laughs> of the hook. For me. <laughs> no, the hook is from Issa Rae. I know the hook what is the just, hook? he's just playing off what Issa Rae said, if you didn't know. Oh, I had no well, Of course we knew that. <laughs> if y'all I said if you didn't know. know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't assume. Assuming makes right. an ass out of you, not me. You're right. So I can't assume. Spoiler alert you know, also for the people uh, that yeah, didn't people watch for, Insecure. For context. Know? when Spoiler the, alert to that, too. It wasn't know? no Insecure either. It was a red carpet. She was asked a question. She's rooting for everyone black for the award show. But anyway, Sumi caught me off rip. Um, I love the song with um, with Black. I love the song with Bryson Tiller. And you know, one of my favorite songs on this album is the song with Dirt. 
I'm really, I love how, I wasn't expecting this from Dirk. And this was a really, a vibe. This record was a vibe for sure. Um, and it kind of reminds me of that run record he had with uh, Tiana Taylor and Melly. Mm-hmm. And Dirk, Dirk has that little ride vibe, that smooth, uh, slow vibe. Um, so it was real, I love that song. Um, I was just glad he didn't rap. So yeah, I'll take that. Who, Dirk? Yeah. Does he ever? Yeah, I, I like, you don't like Dirk though. No. Nah. I like Dirk. I, but I liked him on here though. Yeah. Because he didn't uh, rap. And I like 50 in the safe for sure. That's fire. And uh, shout out to Kelly Price, man. Man. Yeah. That's, shout out to Kelly Price. Her and, voice is a fucking amazing. And that leads to one of my lowlights. I think it should have ended on the Kelly Price. It was line. supposed to. I, I think the other two songs, they should have been just called bonus tracks. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because you can't have Kelly Price doing what she just did and then have Jacquees come yeah. after her. He's you, not the real king of R&B, dog. He just be saying yeah, that shit. Like, yeah. you can't have her the way that song ended. Man. That's the end of the album. That's how you end your shit. Yeah. That's how you stick the landing. Throwing the Jacquees song on there with a beat really too slow for him to even really. Be oh, that Jacquees song is not bad. It's just it's just not. It didn't fit the. Nah, it it didn't fit right there at all. It's an old song though. That he threw those two, last two songs. They should have just been bonus tracks. They're both sense, a year old. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, my other low light is, and he survived this though, because this is usually a big issue. The second he's got a slow song on here early in the album. That Where? second song, "Love and Loyalty," is trash. You are crazy, and you like Debbie, and you don't like that. Debbie is the worst song on the album. Absolutely not. <laughs> love, and, love and loyalty. Love and loyalty that, is a hard record, but that's that Afrobeat shit that was. Oh, you popping. don't like, like Afrobeats? No, nah, right. it was cool five years ago. No, today no. in 2019, we're off that. No, you're not. We don't need that. French Montana, stop making it. Uh, Ray Schremer, dude, stop making it. Drake still You are wrong. Drake, stop making it. You're watched right now. We don't need the Afro B shit mm. in 2019. It's cooked. It's done. It's over. I just bodied it. It's done. It's, it's dead. No, it's over. You're wrong, sir. So one of the worst songs on the album is early, which Burn is a boy. big Have mistake. But uh, he was over the. He was able to overcome that, though. But that song was trash. What no, didn't work not. for you? <laughs> you crazy. Uh, if I had to go with what didn't work for me, I, I, I didn't like BGM. It really just wasn't a, a hot record to me. I'm two-stepping in the name of love to that. In facts. No, I don't believe that. That's, a, that's a definitely a two-step record. <laughs> also, for me, was just that, that those bonus tracks that you guys spoke of, 14 and 15. I feel like that Wale wants a lot of credit for being such a creative, but he lets labels or people that do stuff to his albums do stuff like this, like add extra songs. Like, this is supposed to be his, uh, whatever y'all call it, his emotional, whatever it may be. And it's just kind of, that takes away from it. And you're uh-huh. supposed to stick the landing when you're an artist like Wale and you're putting out art that speaks to a theme throughout. Don't throw two songs on there because the streaming is cool and because Meg Thee Stallion is popular. I feel like <laughs> that's the reason that- Why not? <laughs> because you're Wale. <laughs> Because yeah. you're Wale and you spend your whole career yelling about the respect that you don't get, yet you're doing stuff to fit in with the rest of the crowd. That's no, what I Wale take. Wale had Meg first, but go ahead. That's what I take from that Yeah. as a Fairweather Wale fan. So I say all of that to say what doesn't work from the album for me, like I said, is just the, the, the same tone that I get from it, uh, like just not listening to his music. I would like for him to dive deeper into some of the things that he complains about, whether it be, and I know he addressed this, but his relationship with Cole and why Cole feel like that he even had to address him in that song. Like just how Wale conducts himself as a successful, outspoken black man in America today. I feel like that's an interesting perspective to take, more so in my opinion than one of love. So when you're talking about self-reflection, you guys are right. Love is definitely a part of it, but I think Wale is a deeper artist in that. So that's what I took away from Real it. quick, though, I think, does he get a bad rap, though? for the way he responds to some of those questions because he think, does though I think because of the way he handled it early that he can't escape that and so every time he goes to the breakfast people club people expecting him to snap off they so ask him about he's mild are you, are you underrated 
Or you like how many times are you gonna keep getting asked that? Right. I mean, on the, you know what I'm saying? I mean, on, well, I get my answer to that first. Then I get to, uh, on the Breakfast Club, just most recent interview. I mean, they kind of chimed, but that, it's not like like what it used to be. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's toned down significantly. <laughs> yeah, thank God. But uh, uh, for for me, the low light would be Debbie. Um, that's that's really the only song I don't like on the album. Um, to be honest, um, bang. for the Meg the Stallion verse, this song came out about a year ago before people who knew who Megan the Stallion was, was. And while they say I got this hot chick from Houston, I put on this song. And this is to me, out of all the Meg features, she bodied this feature. So I get it how it doesn't roll the album. They could have just, I wish they would have said bonus tracks. So I get that part because it should have ended with Kelly Price. But if I'm Wale, I'm definitely putting this song on the album. If I'm Warner, I'm putting this song on the album because. Why not? I, I would definitely do that. I mean, and it's not a, it's not a bad song. It may not fit the album completely, but neither did Routine. Um, so, and people like that song. I think Routine. I like Routine to the podcast. I like it a lot, but it doesn't fit the album. But it, but it fits the artist though, because he makes stuff like that with Ross and Meek Mill. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, I, it doesn't does it fit the tone of this album? Not a hundred percent, but it wasn't out of the norm of a Wale record. Right. No. So it, I still let it slide. Yeah, added I just, a much needed layer. To I'm this just album. I'm just talking about the That's theme. True. The theme of the album. Is is nowhere near what routine was, but I love routine. I mean, it's, it's a meek record, clearly. Yeah, uh, but uh, I, I, while they snapped that song, that oh, that line he said about Wentz, but you niggas gonna fold. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That was hard. I, I, that was easy. That was clearly a, a self-made volume three uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> session song yeah, yeah. that we have yet to hear. Yeah. But um, where, if you had to rate this, where you at on the scale, man? One to five, three, three reels is what I would go with. That's good. We're streaming, right? Yeah, yeah, I go with three reels. Mm, uh, uh, no, nah, I really like the album. I'm gonna go four. It's fire. Mm, um, I, I'm really feeling this though, and it's actually gotten better the more I've listened to it. Facts. Uh, I feel like I've, I had to, it. Took me a second though, because at first I was like, bro, like you killing me. Like he got a who's who. When you got six black, Bryson Tiller, black. you got fucking <laughs> Kelly Price, Jacque. I'm like, bro, what you going for? Like, nigga, you like you going for the Grammy? You're like, what are you doing, bro? It seemed like you're reaching, but it didn't come off commercial to me. So I was like, ah, okay, now I'm fucking with this. It's actually growing on me heavy. So I'm gonna say four. It's fire. Yeah. Uh, this is coming as no surprise. I only dislike one song on this album. I'm giving it four and a half. Jesus Christ, this is a really good project. This is actually, um, this is easily. My probably top three projects of the year, mm. and that's and that's right. So shout, out is, to, shout out to Wale, man. I've been giving him his roses while he can smell them. This is just a, a phenomenal project. Where does this fall in his catalog? Then that's got to make it his best album. Then, uh, uh it's what's up there. I have I have personal favorites. Uh, my uh, I don't know yet, right. but uh, it, it's it's definitely up there for sure. Wale well, ain't got another four and a half real album. That's what I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> I like Ambition a lot. That's maybe four. Album about ambition nothing. is four, and album about nothing is definitely four at least. I said four and a half. <laughs> I said at least, so that many can go up. So it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, nah, he ain't got one on that level. Even I mean, though, and I, and I fuck European. with his catalog. <laughs> I fuck with his catalog heavy, and this is a nice bounce back from Shine because that shit was ass. Mm. Um, so shout out to Wale for bouncing back. I was a little bit skeptical, didn't know if he'd be able to do it, but goddamn it, in my opinion, he did it, and I think this will land on my top ten at the end of the year for sure. Mm. Um, let us know what y'all think, man. Go to Facebook, go into the rap chat. Let us know how you feel about that Wale. Did you fuck with it? Are you fuck with his catalog? Is he overrated? Is he underrated? Overlooked? Underlooked? All of those questions. Uh, we have a second music break. What do we have here, sir? Yes, this one is come from the artist Film Dot. It's called 94 Camry Music. Check it out. Yeah. 
nigga from the pool with a ball on If he tryna go, let yeah. me know when uh, Still a misfit, talking stains and biostatistics Fitted and sitting low like the leader of Limp Bizkit yeah. Femme dirt, so shorty to bring it on like Kristen Or Kirsten, whatever, uh, nigga shoulda uh, known better uh, Lil' Weston that raised the nigga Shout out to the wood, it that saved the nigga I be in the pool just to hang with niggas Go downtown Apple phone, stop being broke and start staining niggas. Damn, all that little money start changing niggas. You know, back when we was still out here fading niggas. You know, Oak Street Beach with the Tims on. Out here on trash is what we've been on. Uh, so we can finesse something real easily, believe me. We can flip it all if it needs to be. Nappy had a niggas walk around with the BDBs. Jumped off the porch before D Rose was on Mean Street. Lying, I know I What's up? All right, man, that was Film Dot with 94 Camry music. Fire. How you feel about Film Dot? I have a question. Okay. Just a song. How do you come across Film Dot? Like, did somebody send this and say, hey, this is cool. I know you like music. This no, is on searching. your Explorer page. Just, Just found it. And you stopped at a nigga with a song called 94 Camry. Yeah, I thought it was a, an interesting title. Gotcha. The song is jamming. I like the song. It's not bad. Yeah. No, I song just want ass. That was no, a genuine there's question. no need to wonder. The song is ass. The no. song is ass. And then the, ass. what? It's ass. Bro, bro. you're a fucking hater. Like a, <laughs> that song is it's ass. like a uh, what is it? It's not. It's not ass Neo at all. Soul it's rap ass. type song. No, ass. no, it's not ass. It reminds all, me of like nappy roots or some shit like that. Shout out, shout out to all the people who caught me you last week and said, "Who's this old ass nigga who don't like uh, little kids?" It's the same old ass nigga who don't like film dot. Absolutely. Why people know who film dot is? No, they don't. No, no, I'm talking about last week for kids. I'm serious. If you call somebody and be like, this nigga didn't like film dot. He's a new artist. And if they were like, damn, he don't, I would be fucking floored. <laughs> but no, part of this is to highlight new artists. And I'm giving this guy a shot. The song is hard to me. I don't know what you are. If you don't like it's a, he's a, he's from Chicago. Chicago. Uh, uh, new Chicago rap sensation, as they call him on nylon.com. Chicago uh, is so diverse, man. Definitely is. But I, I'm, I'm fucking with this record heavy. Think I like this record better than the first to record. To think this nigga came from the same city as Chief Keith. <laughs> so you don't like the song? No, I didn't say that. Oh, the no, you just cool. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, the song was ass. The song was cool. Song like, I, get, I get his lane to the, nine, the whole 94 Camry thing. Like, as soon as yeah, you hit play hard. on the song, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, you knew it. All of this makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a skip. Um, <laughs> all right, before we get out of here, man, we got a question of the day. Speaking of skips, man, Joe Budden has some strong words for Def Jam artist Logic. Skipping Logic. While listening to yes. French Montana's yeah, new song, Twisted, featuring Juicy J, ASAP Rocky, and of course Logic, Budden proclaimed Logic to be, quote, easily one of the worst rappers to ever grace a microphone. I know how successful you are, but I have to be honest, you are horrible, man, end quote. Now, I don't want to debate if Logic is the worst rapper to ever grace a mic. I do want to know who are some of your, in your opinion, top three worst rappers to ever grace a mic. Top three worst rappers to ever grace a mic. for you to say. A mic. Oh, my God. Enunciate. Use your vowels. In my opinion. (laughs) Okay. Number one, Silk the Shocker. That's disrespectful. <laughs> That's facts. I love No Limit and fuck with it. It was it, but fucking horrible. Me going back into that shit nowadays, it's rough. There was other people on No Limit worse than him, but go ahead. That's true, but we talking about my worst. Yeah. <laughs> next, <laughs> next is um, Shorty Low. Oh, I damn. didn't realize this until I was listening to T.I.'s podcast. <laughs> and T.I. was like, he didn't want to do no song with him at first because of how bad he was. And I was like, Shorty Low wasn't that bad. Then I went back and listened to some Shorty Low. He was that bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Lil B. 
That's oh, yeah. Lil B might be Lil the B. worst Lil rapper to ever like be successful. Terrible. To to turn what he turned into like speaking gigs at fucking <laughs> Harvard, like fucking uh, that is the one of the most amazing feats to ever happen in rap, dude. Like that 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 is a fact. <sighs> Who do you have? In no particular order. Order. Really? Yeah. Go ahead. So you fucked up. So you want to put me on? Get your back tough. (laughs) I was waiting on that. That was perfect. Oh shit. Uh, Okay. No particular order. I gotta go designer. Uh, He's (laughs) fucking terrible. I've got to go. Run up on I, designer. I think Blueface is one of the worst rappers oh, I've yeah. ever heard. That's recency bias. No, nah, no, nah, oh. yeah, it is because there's several. Uh, listen, I listen to a lot of shit. I was gonna say like. So listen, this list could change at any time. What's that nigga named? This this friends with uh Takashi. Who they, they was on the same label. Oh, Trippy Red. That nigga's oh, easily God. one of the worst rappers in the he's, history. He's one of the worst right now. He's terrible he's right one now. Of the worst period. Um, and then and then I gotta go. <sighs> Tough. I go Birdman, cause Bur- oh, Bur- sure. not Baby Birdman. Yeah, Birdman's oh, trash. Birdman is terrible. Baby was just based off the history. I can't give you that. Nah, I'm based t- off what history? Baby Stunner's album. I'm, that's Baby. Them niggas are terrible. The Big Time's album is a, but they can't rap. A cla- I ain't. Never once did I say the niggas could rap. <laughs> what I'm saying is they did some of the best shit. Like they did Jeezy before Jeezy. I'd say what. What I'm saying mm. is. What the Baby, baby, baby is baby cool. Used to take off. Baby I've is never cool. heard anybody say that in my life. Birdman, they which probably is heard big baby from five two. to present, is trash. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, all that big timer slide. Baby is trash. Listen to that big timer's volume baby. too, man. Y'all crazy. Look, y'all did some slaw too, but go ahead. Man, yeah, mine was gonna be. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna take Silk. He is like niggas is hating on Silk though. That's like uh, the easy layup. Baby better than. Hey, who's the worst? Man, Silk the show. Baby better than Silk. What do you mean? Fuck out of here. If it's easy layup, that means he's terrible. So, so right? wait a minute, hold on. That be, if it's easy, that means he's terrible. Is charged to the game some slow? No. Silk is a trash. Is charged to the game some slow? I, mean, I never like No Limit. So don't How you love that volume two is better than charged to the game, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. not even question. You're talking about baby and Silk. How you love that volume two, the green. Uh, green cash no, money nigga, CD with big time. to the game is frying that. You fucking sick. Frying it. That's probably one of the best albums that come out on the old cash rappers. Frying it. Who else you got? Uh, I got Soldier Boy. Uh, He's from Slaw. Um, no my, question. <laughs> nah, ain't no question about that. And my last one would be um, who's that? What's that dude who had that one hit up on it? McConan. Mm. I, I was gonna say Macklemore, but Macklemore can rap though. Can he? Yes, better than fucking Birdman. <laughs> the fuck? He ain't got a Grammy nominated album. He ain't better than Birdman. Did you say he got a Grammy nominated album? I, I wouldn't Grammy. bring that up though. Well, he had a Grammy. He has one. Yeah, but Kendrick should have won it, but he was nominated. But let's bring it up. Yeah, Baby would never have Flo a Grammy. Flo was nominated as well. Baby would never. <laughs> I don't care. Did Baby Flo Rida was nominated as well. So hold on. OJ Flo Rida can rap better. Oh, oh, that's on my list. That's a good one. Yeah, take that off. OJ, OJ Juice Man can't rap. OJ Juice Man cannot rap. He was entertaining, but he can't that's a rap. Good one. That's a, he that's cannot a rap. Really yes, take him, one. put him number three on my list. Real quick though, best best not good rapper. Baby. Again. That's now put him in that category. Or Manny Fresh. Put him in that category. Bro, y'all cannot then. be serious. Yeah. Now the best slaw rapper is Pete? Crunchy Black. Oh. He the best slaw rapper of That's all time. That's a good one. Him uh, and ODB. I, I won't even entertain this. What about Juicy J? Nah. Juicy, Juicy J, J wasn't that bad. He was not. That he bad. was just okay. Yeah, he wasn't that bad. It's Crunchy Black is the slaw. DJ Paul is worse than Juicy J. That's a fact. That's true. 
there, point blank is there's more worse rappers than Logic. It's my whole point. And well, Logic is trash. No, that's fair. I can understand people not liking his music though. That's an acquired taste. But have you heard this song that they're referencing the French Montana? Why would he? Why would they put Logic on his song? Well, yeah, Logic, Logic doesn't fit the song at, at all. all. But French Montana wasn't talking about shit. French well, French Montana, Montana cannot rap, number one. That's mm. my point. So to even get to Logic's part, who you is, had to sit through French Montana yeah. garbage-ass verse. Gar- who is the motherfucker? Who in the group chat like French Montana? Jay and who else? Big uh, Jeff, that's Big his Jeff. Yeah, yeah, Jeff, Jeff he Lowe. is trash. French Montana garbage, He bro. is trash. Without features, dude wouldn't even exist. I don't even that's know true. how French Montana has a career. I, I, don't, I don't get it. So French Montana the worst rap in the game right now? I don't get it. He, he's definitely up there. Top five, easy. He, Blueface worse than him, though. So he's up there. Top five. Blueface is horrible. Blueface. I don't believe that. You don't believe what? Oh, yeah. Blueface is his recency bias. And now I think. You I said think, right now. I think that he leans into it. You're right. I did say right now. <laughs> I think that he leans into it, too. And since niggas is calling him terrible, now he just tries his best to be as That's bad possible. as he can. Like, uh, I'm going to be famous off his fucking best worst rap song, if that makes sense. Rap song? Yeah. What's that? What you got? Mr. Big. Oh, yeah. What it is, is it? These hoes. Yeah. Mr. Big in the house talking about these hoes. That shit was banging, though. That's it? a bad rap song by a bad rapper, but it's banging. You talking about the what the other song? Take that shit to try. Take that shit to try. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, trying to say. That That's shit was banging. That song banging. Oh, he ripping. I said a bad rap song. No, he ripping that. No. No. <laughs> uh, a bad rap song. Anything Webby and enter it. <laughs> that nigga's right, trash. Hey. As you, it ain't gonna be making him bad. Why would I even go to Baton Rouge? For what? Shut up, Webby. You think I want to catch flies in my mouth? Go to Baton Rouge? For what? All right. Even Boosie moves. I'm telling you. Webby's trash, dog. You know it. Nah, Webby's some slaw. He is trash. That Savage Life won a classic, though. Said no one ever. I'm telling you, said a lot of people. Listen, man. Let's go ahead and get to this on decker of the week. Shout out to. And my man has probably won this a million times. But shout out to Bambino <laughs> Pesci. You keep giving it to him? Absolutely. <laughs> keep putting piff in the that damn. Uh, That's funny. He, shout out to Bambino Pesci. He shared a photo of my guy Master P with his own wrestling network. Let's go, P. What? Shit. Is this a big deal? What? It's a huge fucking deal. He's right here with Westside Gun, who is a, a huge wrestling fan what the they're fuck gonna do are we talking big about fucking things we're talking about p god damn it thank you bambino more p in the chat literally you went rogue with that on deck yeah, bro. Bambino, that on, is man. not an official on deck of the week more p in the chat we're sorry we're we'll sorry. name two people next week we apologize. <laughs> this man has veins no coming out of his neck that right wasn't now. a good <laughs> post we don't understand like <laughs> p bro where did you what are you right now more p in the chat i'm your conscience yeah. what are you <laughs> master p is gonna have the worst Wrestling league oh in the face God. of the earth. And I fuck with P. They're going to be wasting them. Gar- this is the fairground wrestlers, dude. Dude, I'm rooting for everybody black, dude. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, Bambino like in New York. That. It's full circle. Yes, he's in New York, right? Shout out to my New York listeners, man. I'm going to be up there the uh, week of the 24th, 24th, 25th. Oh, you got a court date? <laughs> in New York? <laughs> <laughs> y'all pull up on me, man. I'm going to holler at a couple of the own deckers, man, when I'm in the city, man. So y'all, you know, reach out to me and see what we can figure out. So starting off with the last week, Shit. we had the aforementioned, wow, that's crazy, from Wale. We had uh, number nine from Lil' Kim. Give the queen some some roses while she can still smell them. I heard it one time about shit, though. Hey, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard it, but shout out to the queen. She's one of the best to ever do it. We had Plan of Attack with Currency and Trademark and Young Roddy. Casanova behind the scars, actually a decent project for sure. Casanova had a couple joints on there, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he had some good joints on there. And your boy... Uh, YK Osiris, the golden child. Someone has lied to this man his whole life. That's uh, true. And told him he was a golden child? Yes. Uh, he's no Eddie Murphy. 
And shout out to uh, <laughs> Animal Brian has no idea what you're talking about right now. That's not true. Oh, you don't. Oh, He's I was never about, seen the Golden Child. You, you never seen the Golden Child? Oh no, I haven't seen the Golden oh, Child. Wow, has no oh, idea wow. what you're talking about. Uh, and uh, young young boy never broke again. Um, his project Al Young Boy Two. AI. Can, oh, it was AI. Did you yeah. say? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, I watched, at least I knew that. Yeah, I, I do not like him. But shout out to Tosh. She tried to get Obviously. me to listen to this this past weekend. I had to turn it off immediately. Shout out to TJ, though. True to myself. That's banging. He one of the hottest out of New York, too. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I played TJ record early this year. Y'all weren't fucking with it. Shout but, out TJ hard. Oh, now he's hard. I fuck, I've been fucking with him, though. Shout out Great mm, Ape. Let's find the tape, people. Let's find the tape. Shout out to Great Ape album that came out. Yeah, yeah. Great Ape. Shout out to the whole, uh, the, man, the Great Ape is I Shout love that whole street. goddamn uh that whole goddamn west side boy goddamn the nigga down there buying kids shit boy goddamn uh go ahead. Oh, he's from college park but uh shout out to the great eight that that whole tape is banging shout out to the whole crew over there shout out to pat all oh, y'all that was a good project putting on for the city last dope boy left for show anything coming up this week this week we have Woptober. The number two man, Gucci is milking it for what it's worth. I wonder what his deal is like. Cause they had to tell him he is had, like he had to put out a certain amount, uh, you know, for you know. I wonder what it's like. But October coming out, um, and we also have, uh, no, that's not coming out to the twenty third. But it's uh, Black Moon, One for the Moon, and Joey Trap Trap Jack Three. Man, did you know Gucci? The movie he's got a movie coming out for real. You see that? There was a movie producer on Breakfast Club that said he he's actually that's a go, that's a green light, that's a real thing. I go to that. <coughs> a man. Gucci Man movie. That's yeah, based off the book and shit. He's the only rapper to kill somebody <coughs> that you know of. Yeah, it should be entertaining. I I'd go see that. Yeah. <coughs> Will it do numbers? I don't know I don't about know numbers. About no, it's gonna do a that's decent amount. It's gonna be regional. That's definitely Netflix Lionsgate film. <laughs> One million percent. What you got on? You can't put no Gucci Man in the theater. I don't think yeah, that's, that's gonna. Uh, it had to be under the guise of something else, and then it turns out that this was yeah, his story. I don't think that's that's gonna happen. <clears throat> what you got on deck for the weekend? Um, fall is here. Got here a little quicker than I expected. Quicker? So it took forever. It did take forever, but then yeah. it hit us, and it was like, goddamn. So when uh, I hit it, hit like, goddamn. Shot uh, it. Yeah, it did hit. So I'm preparing for fall. Got some shit to do around the house and uh, chilling, man. What you got? Up? Uh, sneaker con is this weekend. I'm Sweat. debating pulling up to that. Uh, it's gonna be going down, man. My, I almost went last year too. It was shaking. My man told me the line was stupid. So if I go, if I wake up and get out there early. Then I'ma fuck with it. What is this a thing where you gotta wait in line? And buy <clears throat> man, you know how people hold the line up and shit though, man. Yeah. It's a sneaker convention, buy, sell, trade. Um, but you, the, the fact that you have to pay to get in to buy something is corny to me. That's whack. But I may fuck with it anyway. Uh, find me some grails or something. What you got on deck? Service for the grails. Uh, for me, um, I really don't. I have a lot of work to do this weekend. I'm gonna. It's gonna be a last minute decision if I'm making to Nashville for Tennessee State's homecoming. Yeah, mm. yeah. So um, I may do that. Uh, so we we shall see. Did you see Joker yet? Yes, Joker. What was you thought about? Him? Amazing. Okay. Great film. I give it about eight and a half out of ten. It's one of the better. It's up there with Dark Knight. Yes. Yes, yes it was fire. Yes. Um, and check out that Netflix show uh, with Cardi B, Chance, unfortunately, and T.I. It's actually pretty entertaining. Unfortunately, what do you mean, 
No, unfortunately, Chance. I don't know why he's right. Your Chance hate is real. Man, what did Chance do to you? What did he do to you? Become a plant? Jesus I don't know. Um, become a plant. Let us know what y'all think, man, about this Wale album. But you like logic. Follow us on uh, <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe, all that good shit. And go to Tune Trials on YouTube, man. Just type in Tune Trials Episode 3. You'll see the feature. Uh, excuse me. You'll see the episode featuring On Deck TV. Man, Crown me. Rematch. Crown me. Rematch on the Tune Trials. That shit was fun. That was a good time, though. I had a good time doing that shit, it man. It's a, it's a lot harder she sitting in the rigged. seat. I think I got it. was rigged, man. One of my headphones didn't work. <laughs> there were distractions going on. Dame did it. I didn't know I was stacked, stacked against me. Nice man. try, boy. I got more excuses than a nigga in jail. Uh, <laughs> y'all go to realvillemedia.com, man. Y'all go to the contact page. We are looking for interns. Be better if you were local here in Atlanta. So go tell us what you do. Uh, leave that information on the contact page, man, and we'll follow up with you. So we definitely appreciate that. That's realvillemedia.com. Yes, and if you are doing that and you DM us, please have correct information or uh, what your email address and all of that, and we will respond accordingly. Yes, absolutely, man. To the next time, we out. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>